We love baseball. We love family. What could be better than combining the two? Play ball! Welcome to the Baseball Family Podcast, presented by Baseballism, a production of that cast. And now, host Troy and Danae Silva. Danae, I got a question for you. What's that? I want to know, as a mom that doesn't know much about... You're, you're learning, actually. I should stop telling everybody how much you don't know. You're learning a lot about baseball doing when this podcast. When we sit here and talk, yes. yes. So now that you're learning more about baseball... I learn baseball, when I'm watching, but... Because you're paying attention more? Yeah. Because you do the podcast. If it's a fun game. But I want to know, as a mom, what you would think would be a good game from your son as far as hitting is concerned. He has a game... What would be a good game as far as hitting? Contacting the ball. So you say hitting the ball. <laughs> hitting the ball. Contact with the ball. So contact. And the bat. Nothing yeah. like nothing like he hit a base hit versus a home run or he hit a ground ball. Or he, if he hit a ground ball, he got an out, but someone came in. That's great. That's awesome. So like an RBI? Yeah. Remember what an RBI is? Yep. A ribby. A ribby. <laughs> I remember. Okay. So you would think contact with the ball. Do you gauge your opinion based on your child? Because we have kind of two different kids. Like if Trey did something differently than JJ As or, or is it, or is just, you just gauge your opinion same. Like, Hey, if Trey hit it, that's great. If JJ hit it, that's great. Or I don't gauge them differently. So you kind of have the same, the yeah. same approach. Okay. And then would you, would you think, um, as, as they grow up, depending on like who's pitching, let's say a kid that's throwing super hard or he's a good pitcher. Um, would you gauge your opinion differently if you're facing a good pitcher versus a bad pitcher? Yeah. Or a slow pitcher or a slow or a pitcher. Cause pitcher. that's even harder to hit sometimes. I mean the first tournament when JJ comes out of the batting cages and he's hitting against a 35 slow, mile an hour. slow yeah. pitcher. It takes, yeah. it took him a while to adjust. So it took you him notice one, that though. one day, a full, yeah, almost the whole tournament where he was pretty frustrated. So, but you noticed the, the pitching, okay. The pitching was slower right? and it took some time to adjust. Then you have to adjust when it gets okay. faster. So I'm assuming you have to adjust every pitch. So Fast you would curve. Yeah, there you go. So you would, you would adjust your opinion of a good game depending on the pitcher. Right. So if he's not hitting it like that weekend, it was like, yeah, I saw it was frustrating for him. Mm-hmm. Not like, okay. I don't have, no, I'm okay. not hard on him. So the reason why I'm asking you these questions in bringing this topic up because there is a lot of unrealistic expectations from parents out there of what is good and what is bad as far as hitting. You know, my son had was 0 for 4. He struck out twice and grounded out twice. Like he's needs this and needs that. So he wasn't paying attention to the pitcher. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying he should have adjusted quicker. I'm saying this is what I am trying to say. I'm glad you asked that hitting is very, very, very hard and hitting especially early in the season when kids haven't done a lot or haven't seen a lot of pitches is even harder because they're trying to adjust to the timing and being out and controlling the anxiety and the pressure of the game and all that kind of good stuff. And the expectation of as far as what your kid can and can't do um, is, is real as far as what parents are feeling. So, and long story short, kid goes like, I'll just use that kid goes over four in a game. You know what over four is? Mm -hmm. What is that? What's over four? You said, "Mm -hmm." you don't know. (laughs) 0 for 4 means they didn't get a hit in the game. They might have struck out twice, popped up once, and grounded out once. Four and times. It, but yeah. they were up to bat four times. They were up to bat four times and, and they didn't, get, didn't get a hit. 
that's what 0 for 4 is. So, so let's say your kid's 0 for 4, okay? And I, I, I deal with this a lot, and I'm I kind of the guy that has to walk people to the edge and say it's okay. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. You have to understand who your kid is, how much they've improved, where they're at, who they're playing, what level they're playing at. There's all these factors that go into it. But the problem is, and this is the problem kind of at all levels, is the dreaded batting average, right? So you always think about the batting average. I thought about the batting average my whole life. If I was three for five in a game, I would, I know exactly what I had to do the next game to be batting 400 or whatever it is. So the batting average kind of takes precedence into parents' mind and you see their kid not batting very good and they freak out about it. And then the problem here is what I'm trying to bring up is when you freak out over something that's not that big of a deal over a bad game or a bad weekend or whatever it is, you're putting more pressure on the kid and you're going to make it worse. So what happens is as a parent, we'll see that their kid, you know, didn't get any hits or got one or two hits and six or seven at bats. So they are one for seven or whatever. And they think it's horrible and they add more pressure and they start doing more things, start changing more things and you make it worse. So you have to, as a parent, realize who your kid is, what are they capable of and be realistic about what hitting is all about. You are going to fail a lot in hitting. You're not going to hit the ball hard every time. You're not going to get a hit every time. I can't even do that in slow pitch right now. It's like, you just can't do it every time you get out. So what I want to tell everybody listening is be realistic and understand what's good and what's bad. I'll, I'll use Trey as an example. So Trey was playing last weekend or the weekend before, and he had a two-strike count. Guys on third base with one out, put the ball in play to the shortstop, scored a run. It was a horrible hit. It was like a three-three hopper, weak ground ball to shortstop. Horrible hit. It wouldn't be something in a cage. You're like, hey, that was awesome. But he scored a run, and he put the ball in play, and he helped his team win. So that's the one thing that, that I keep thinking about is like, what are they doing that's right? Are you consistently hitting the ball hard? What happens if you hit the ball hard and it gets caught? There's nothing you can do about it. Right. Right. So if you hit it hard and it gets caught, you can't control what happens after you hit it. How many times in a game do you see a kid not hit it hard, but still get a base hit a lot. And then how many times do you see a kid crush one and then it's out a lot. Right. It happens. So I would say to parents listening, like be realistic about what hitting is all about. It is not that easy. Have you ever tried to hit? Yeah. I wouldn't try it now. I'd probably tweak my back. <laughs> you, you would break it's your back. It's getting stronger. I probably could. But So if your kid now hits the ball hard and gets out, this should be a good thing, right? It's not a bad thing. But your stats, that's the problem. Your stat shows that it's a bad thing because now you're 0 for 1 versus 1 for 1. So the parents focus on the stats. I think the parents focus on the stats and then they also focus on the unrealistic expectation of getting a hit every time. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I had a kid tell me literally the other day, I said, oh, how was your, how was your weekend? You know, that was all right. I was four for seven. Mm-hmm. Like, that was all right. That's like over 500. He goes, yeah. And the two times I got out, it was like line out to center and a line out to second. I'm like, you had a great weekend. Like, why do you think that's just okay? And he's like, well, you know, and just, it's just like, it's almost like this. So what his parents tell him maybe, or what? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I think it's a common thing out there of like understanding what's good and what's bad, especially especially as you get older and the pitching gets better. So they're thinking perfection and exactly. they're never going to get and there with that. never going to get there ever. Yeah. And they're also thinking, well, I should never strike out and I should never like everyone strikes out. Everyone gets out. Everyone hits ground balls. Everyone pops out occasionally. It just is what it is. That's why. And, and you hear this all the time and I kind of can't stand it, but that's why they say, you know, seven out of 10 times you're going to get out and be really good. That's just kind of what it is. But I just, I just think that the whole idea of the younger kids, especially learning and figuring this out, it just adds way too much more pressure on top of what they're doing. So I, I'll talk to my kids and say, Hey, good job. You know, you put that ball in play, you scored a run. I literally, part of me coaching is like teaching teams. And this is important too, to like pick up the guy 
that scored a run or did something sacrificial for his own batting average to score a run. Like when Trey hit the ground ball to score a run, I made the whole team get out and high five him and say, good job, you know, or, or whatever. So they understand it's a good thing when you do that. It's not a bad thing. Cause most kids these days would hit that ball and go, Oh, I sucked. You hit it off the end of the bat or whatever. <laughs> and I hate baseball. And then you go with the car ride home and your dad's on you about why'd you do this and that. And it just, it's just unrealistic. So I wanted to do a, a podcast on being realistic about what's going on. Let's, I'm going to give you a scenario since we're kind of playing realistic. So scenarios. what does look like what, what's bad, what's bad. Okay. So I'll, let me give you a scenario and then we'll talk about what's bad. Okay. You got a kid that's, let's say 14 years old. He's throwing 75 miles an hour, which is way above average for his age. He's got a fastball and a curveball. He can throw both of them for strikes. He throws the first pitch down and away on the corner for a strike and you take it. Is that a good job or a bad job by the hitter? It's a good job. Good. That's, you shouldn't swing at that pitch early in the count. Next pitch, he throws a curveball for a strike. Good job because that's a, not a good pitch to hit too early in the count. Now you got two strikes. The kid fouls one off, you know, fouls another one off, takes a pitch, makes it 2-2-2, two, 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 gets there, and then gets a decent pitch to hit, swings and misses, and flies out to center. Just missed it. So he got like seven pitches in at bat. He took the pitches he should have taken. He had a good pitch to hit. He barely missed it, and he went back to the dugout. You know what most parents would go? Oh, why are you flying out? I look at that as like, hey, that was a good job. You took the pitch you should have taken. You got the pitch you got. You barely missed it. I think a lot of times if you look at the at-bat and you think, oh, man, you barely missed it, you're putting yourself in a positive mind frame. Oh, and you're putting yourself way. into like, I just missed it versus what's wrong with me all the time because that's the real problem as kids specifically from parents. Teaching them positive. Yeah, I, I'm almost there. I'm adjusting. Mm-hmm. The parents put negative thoughts in the kid's head about what they're doing wrong all the time, which adds more pressure, which will make it worse. The slumps happen because you, you put more pressure in your head, making it worse than it really is. I can't stand the word slump. I can't stand it just because it gets kids thinking that. So it's when negative. I say Trey was in a slump for six months, that's a long slump. Yeah, but there is a slump. There is such thing as slump. I just don't like saying it because you're putting it in their head all the time about like they're always wrong. Not, yeah. Yeah. So what was your question? You forgot already a scenario. Oh, what's bad? What's bad? That was what it was. What's bad? Um, so bad is when a kid can't hit the ball. Bad is when you're facing facing average pitching and you're not barreling the ball up. You know what barreling it up means? Hitting the ball on the barrel hard. You're you're hitting it hard. You're just missing the barrel. So like it, a hard ground ball is a good thing. A hard line right. drive is a good thing. And a hard fly out is a good thing. You know right. what I mean? Those are all good. Bad is when you're getting jammed, hitting it off the end of the bat. Bad is when you're taking pitches you should be swinging at. Bad is swinging and missing at balls. Opposite of what you said earlier. So they take those two first pitches. And if honestly, if that stuff's going on, there's usually probably something mental going on or a lack of confidence. So they are probably not putting the right work in that they need to put in as well. Hmm, I'll have to look at your good scenarios and see what that looks like this next time. Think about it. Someone that, well, if you strike out. Mm Mm-hmm. You said the kid hit it at the end, mm-hmm. didn't you? Yes. Out of seven times. So three times out of 10, you get hits is considered right. good. Yeah. So when you strike In out. In the end, did he get his hit? What if he struck out no, at the end? Didn't. That's what I'm trying to say. He, he didn't get a hit, so he was 0 for that at bat. But everything else. But he, he had a good all, at yeah. bat. You know, gotcha. I, I think if you look at it as um, a good at bat, it's a different story. It's a different scenario. You, you as a parent, you put your mind frame in a different scenario too. And then you also got to... I don't want to we talk about umpires all the time. You got to understand what the umpire is doing. Like you noticed with JJ the other week is the umpire zone was like all over the place and they're like calling pitches six inches off the plate. Like sometimes you strike out umpire makes a bad call and it just, it just is what it is. 
But most parents would go, oh, you struck out. You know, it's right. like, that was actually a good at bat. You took a pitch that was a ball and he called it a horrible strike. It just is what it is at a younger age. So understanding like what's good and what's bad will help you put yourself in the right mind frame. Are you hitting it hard? You know, is it, is it something that you do two out of four times or is it something you do three out of four times or four out of four times? Or are you swinging and missing? Is and it's good for the parents to talk about these things because that's what you, that's baseball. You're talking about it. So it's just them being positive through it all. Yeah. But I think, I think all parents listening need to hear me out on this and I'll, I'll say it clearly. Be realistic about your expectations. Be realistic about who your kid is. But they have to understand too what you're talking about. When understand you what's is, good and what's bad. Yeah. Understand just because they don't get a hit doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Understand just because they go two for nine on a weekend or one for eight or whatever it is on a weekend, it doesn't mean it's a horrible thing. That doesn't mean that they don't need work at the same time. Obviously, they can do better. Right. But at the same time, like be realistic with what goes on. And I think a lot of times too, that unrealistic expectations comes down to comparing your own kid to a different kid or right. somebody else. Like there's just, there's something, there's some, something some kids can do and the other ones can't, you know, it's like we have, I'm not going to throw Trey into the bus, but he swings and misses. He strikes out more than he probably should. He strikes out a little bit more. Right. Right. So JJ doesn't, he's, he puts the ball in play pretty regularly. So you have to be realistic about what they are and who they are and, and then put the work in to go get it done. Yeah. You know, and, and then when you are doing work, just it's all, it's all about positive reinforcement, encouraging them to do it and, and they'll figure it out. And if they don't figure it out, then they got to go be a pitcher one day. They figure it out and that's just who they are. They're not. Yeah. That's frustrating too, comparing them to everybody else. And, and then they get compared to big leaguers And that's stressful for too. them. And yep. big just, leaguers get compared to each no, other? No, they'll per- compare their kid to like a big leaguer or whatever. Oh. And <laughs> I just, I just know at a younger age, I just wasn't very good at baseball. And then eventually I figured it out. So I just think at a younger age, I think parents put way too much added pressure and stress onto their kids. The ki- the game should be fun. The game should be, did you work hard? Did you hustle? Did you play your best? Did you give your all? And it shouldn't be, hey, you were over three, you stink. Let's, let's pick it up and blah, blah, blah. It should be like. Yeah, because you hear kids that do that. They come out of the dugout and you're how'd you do today? And they're already heads hanging. Because they know they're going to get in trouble or they're yeah. going to have a car ride home that's not fun and. I don't know. I just think there, they, there's got to be a realistic expectation. There has to be. And there has to be a positive reinforcement about hitting is hard. And if you're not doing well, you better keep working hard. I will say this with Trey, since we were talking about Trey. When Trey hits every day, he's way better than when he hits a couple times a week. And if he hits a couple times a week, I know he's probably not going to do very well on the weekend. If he hits every day, I know he's going to have better at bats. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. mean he's going to get a hit every time, but he's going to be more and confident with what he's doing. And you give him the choice still. Exactly. You know? So it's the hitting specifically is one of those things that you, you have to understand it takes time to develop. It takes confidence in being able to develop and it actually takes failure to be able to build confidence, to be able to develop. Right. And then you have to do it regularly and you have to do it game speed too. That's another thing. That's the reason why, you know, cause you come in and see us working, but that's why one of the reasons why we do a lot of machines and faster type pitching and curveballs is cause it's game speed and it teaches them how to adjust the game speed versus work soft toss all that stuff gotcha so the expectation needs to be set even lower i guess if all you do is t-work and soft toss before a tournament or a game like you got to see some sort of live pitching to be ready to go to build confidence so parents i say this as an encouragement to change your attitude as far as the expectation change your mindset as far as what is good and what isn't good and then if it isn't good put some work in but also don't stress over it the kids if they're young. putting work in and you're still complaint is not going to get them mentally anywhere. No, they're gonna not going to do. Worse. Yeah. 
And then if there is a problem, have them fly out to Arizona and work with me and I'll help them. I promise. Awesome. You got anything else? I don't. That was a good one. That was a good one. Did you learn something? I did. I just never looked at all that that way. Well, I, I just kind of like, well, he's hitting bad, but you just don't look beyond that. And I don't say anything. I'm not, I, I'm not that type yeah. to just get on him for that. I learned something. When they have a bad weekend, I'm more like, oh, well, let's go. Like just, Next one. And that's just it is they play so much baseball at a young age. Yeah. It's like, it's just, there's a next weekend. Let's go. Get him out of the funk. Don't let him come down all hard on You're themselves. You're the best player on the planet needed, next yeah. weekend. Yep. Let's just go. Let's get to work. And if you did stink, get to work. Let's not dwell on it. Let's get to work. Let's yeah. put some work in and fix whatever it is you're struggling with. So awesome. Well, I think, um, I learned something I was going to say you learn? 10 years ago or so, 15 years ago. And this stuck with me. I forget who talked about it, but it was the idea of understanding what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad. And then as a hitter, understanding that just because I get out on the field doesn't mean I still can't be good in the game. I think there's so much emphasis put on how well you hit, whereas you can go make an impact on the game, even if you're not hitting well that day. And I, I try to instill that into our players. If you're not hitting well that day or you're 0 for 3, you're only as good as your next at bat. Meaning if you're 0 for 3, you're the best hitter on the planet I know, and it's up. a bummer when you see them strike out or their heads hanging down. It's like if they just only knew. Get that head up and you're cheer come on the next up guy. Let's go. I got inning. this next time. You're going to come up in the last inning and you go from 0 for 3 to now you get a base hit and you're the hero. Yeah. So you go from 0 for 3 to the hero literally in one at bat. And you if get you a, keep your head up. If you I stay mean, focused. Not always, but yeah. And you can also get out of a slump really quick too. You go from, you know, a slump to a hitting streak and one at bat as well. It's all about confidence. It's all about keeping that head up and staying positive, but being, you watch that with the whole team too, how the dugout reacts to everybody out there. Mm -hmm. They were all, all losing, you know, they won the championship, but at the beginning everyone got super quiet in the dugout because the other team was hitting and they got three outs. We got three outs right away. Like it was just nobody, but one parent in the crowd, they're like, let's go. And you hear another kid say, let's go. And then all of them are like, get up on the fence. And, you know, you're talking that about makes JJ a huge difference. Are you, are you talking about a game? Oh, yeah. His game this weekend. Yeah. Awesome. Just how their heads were down. But awesome. they got to pull together. Sweet. Well, let's um, stay positive. Let's stay realistic. And let's understand what's good and what's bad. And let's understand that they're young. And they're way better at baseball at this age than we were. That's all I got to <laughs> say. That's funny. Awesome. Well, uh, follow, follow us on the podcasting platform. Subscribe. Please like this as well. And God bless. Have a good week. God bless.